Welcome to Potter Familias, coming to you from Fairhope, Alabama. I'm Batman. Welcome to Potter Familias. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> no parents. Super rich. Kind of makes, makes it, it better. better. <laughs> I would argue that's a better that's a better interpretation of Batman than oh. than any other one. Mercy. It's good stuff. It's it's so perfect. Indeed. Indeed. I love the Lego movie. Oh. It's just yeah. and, it, and but it, I thought I thought initially when I watched it that they took the time to do it. It's all CGI. Yeah, what, what do you what do you call it when it's the still stop the, motion? Stop motion. Yeah. I thought it was all stop motion. Well, it motion. looked good enough to to seem like it was stop it motion. It was crazy. The Lego good. movie had no business being as good as it was. Yeah. Uh, and I I lost it during the film. I mean, I was <laughs> laughing so, so hard do you think, I was going to get sick. Do you think the Lego movie or the Lego Batman movie was funnier? See, that's not fair because the Lego movie, you've got the connection of the introduction of it and lego batman then you have all of the expectations then times 10 i think they did a great job but it's so hard to beat the first yeah that's fair when it's new and i didn't know what it was going to be because i thought it was going to be cheesy and they absolutely hit a grand slam out of the park it it was it was just fantastic i've only seen like the first 10 minutes of the Lego Batman movie and the first 10 minutes. I know we need to watch it, but, uh, the we're first stopping the podcast right <laughs> and now. Let's go watch going in let's and go watching watch that. The first 10 minutes were funnier than just about any superhero movie that I'd ever seen. Agreed. Agreed. It's incredible. Like yeah. the MacGuffin airlines thing. <laughs> like I could, I was just like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is, they're like taking every rule about filmmaking that's like you're you're not supposed to do this like that's too tongue in cheek that'll never work and they're like let's just do all of it every single idea yeah I don't think they turned any idea down People, <laughs> the two pilots like the, are like, like the grip boy yeah, was transporting like, hey. all these bombs and jewels <laughs> Woo, best friends I was like this is amazing hey I got an idea yes. Before you say what it is, we're doing it. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go watch the Lego movie, Lego Batman. Turn this podcast off it's, and go watch him right it's now. So it's so good. Important. It's worth your time. It's that important. Main thing. It's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get criticized often by now our kids, we have 10 children and we kind of have split them up into three groups. The first four we call the bigs, the next three we call the middles, and then the last three we call the littles. Although now it's kind of flowing in as each one of the kids turns at least 21, Mm -hmm. you guys have, because you used to have the bigs dinner. And then when Lizzie, it was just all of us that were of age, yeah, the, Lizzie, the oldest of the middles, once she turned twenty-one, she, she was kind of invited her. in, and then yeah. in just a, a couple of weeks, actually, yeah, Marie Marie's going to be twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So when she comes home from net, she'll be able to go and and do your things. That is wild. You're yeah. going to have how many kids? Is that 
Six? Yeah, that'll be six over 21. Wow. I know. I know. Next year you turn 30. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's how's that? Crazy. How's that going? I feel old. It's okay. It's okay. But we got criticized by the bigs yeah. because they said, well, it must be nice being the middles and the littles now <laughs> because you guys don't drop the hammer they on get away us. with murder. Everything. Murder. I would have been decapitated if I had done that. If I spoke that way to mom, you I would have, have been allowed to face. eat ever again. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's go. Let's get it out and say that there is a difference between raising your first child and then we'll go all the way to the end raising your 10th child. It's very brave of you there's to admit tw- that. Thank you. There's 20 years between you and Andrew. Hmm. 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20 years of me and mom getting older, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Stop making the face. What? I will punch you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad that we're finally talking about the vast difference in discipline. All right. Well, let's be specific because... When you're in the middle of it, by the way, dad, yeah, your parent, Stefan, I know you don't necessarily notice. I know, and I'll have to have the same conversation with my kids when they're older. I, and we weren't specifically saying, "Oh, let's totally jack the older no, kids." That, by not that, no, no, making, no, no, no. Hey, got kids? Let's have ice cream and cake and pony rides. That's not what we're suggesting. Also, kind of lame, but look. All, all that was happening was MC and I, especially, were looking at some of the ways, like some of the things that Peter and Andrew were getting away with saying to mom, and just our jaws would hit the floor. Yeah. Because we were like, oh my gosh, like we would have been, it would have been no dinner, time out, like go to your room, and we don't love you anymore. Like that <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> that is vicious. Yeah. But, but you, see, you see what I mean, though, yeah. is that in comparison to the way that we remember being raised, we were just like, oh my gosh, this is so different. Right. And like I said, you know, there were certain standards and things that I, if you would ask me, Dad, are, have you become lax? I didn't think that I had. I don't know why. I, I really don't even know why, because I don't think it was something that we consciously did. Mm-hmm. Maybe when people say, oh, as you get older, the parents just get tired. It really could have been something like that. And I don't think that y'all are lax. I think it's just very different from how... Well, give some specifics here. Okay. So for example... Um, I actually stepped in and said something to my little brother because of this, but he said something to mom that, uh, I don't even remember the specifics of exactly what it was, but it was really disrespectful talk back. Right. And was I there? No. Oh, okay. So this was just, this, this was something where I think mom was tired and she didn't want to deal with it. And it's like, okay, fair enough. But it happened right in front of me to where he was just like, like you're dumb mom or something like that. And mom just kind of turned away she was like done with the situation she was like for like forget it and so i walked over and i grabbed my brother by the ear and dragged him over to the corner so that we could talk and i was like don't you ever talk to your mother that way ever Whoa. again because Whoa. i remember as a kid saying something like that to y'all when i was around peter's age and it really did feel like like i have lost privileges forever <laughs> I've lost every privilege that I've ever had, and I'll never, I'll never do it again. I'll never say that again. I'm so altered sorry. Altered your birth certificate. And, and I, <laughs> we changed your last name. Sorry, kid. You're now Smith. By the way, you're adopted. Like that kind of thing. So, but but seriously, like in in my what eight or nine year old brain, that was what I remember. Is like, oh, it was this horrible experience, and I and I remembered not to do that ever again because of the negative consequences. Now, obviously, as you get older, you grow out of the reasons for doing what you do, but 
it stuck with me. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a really valuable lesson. So I was like, man, he is not learning that lesson. Let me just step in and help you real quick. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, just as sometimes it's, I don't necessarily want to title them as negative influences by the older siblings, mm-hmm. but you definitely did allow them to hear music and see things that mom and I didn't necessarily plan on. Yeah. But you're also mentioning a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I wasn't there and you stepped in kind of as a proxy dad, thank you. Well, yeah, but I, it's not like I felt a responsibility to do it. I was just like kind of pissed that my brother was getting away with being so rude to my mom. Right, you know? right. So I was like, ah, I'm bigger than you. So that's that's one of the things. And we really, and we mentioned this the last time, we, we honestly didn't have much of a clue. We got married at 22. We had you at 23. All right, we're 23 years old. We thought we knew a lot about parenting. How funny is that? Well, I mean, we really did. We're like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this, and my our children are going to be perfect. Now, you did turn out great, but all the while, we were like, man, this is harder than it looks. Yeah, absolutely. And And there were times when we were like, we really were shooting from the hip. We didn't have any idea. And that's fair. Like, trust me, there's no criticism involved in any of this. It's just noticing a difference and being like, come on, man. But we learned also, you know, Dr. Dobson talks about raising children. And we learned that it's easier to back down from, let's say, strict ideals and and so forth than to kind of ramp it up. Yeah. Well, the same thing is true for teaching like for classroom discipline and for youth ministry it's much easier to set a high standard and then bring the standard down as needed instead of setting a low standard and then having to raise it so that makes perfect sense to me and i actually appreciated a lot of the harsh lessons that i learned as a kid because it helped me to understand how i'm supposed to act in the world right yeah so we've had to strike a balance my wife and i have had to strike a balance with the way that we raise our kids trying not to be too strict like we talked about in the last episode but also being aware of the ways that we could actually turn things up a notch just to make sure that particular lessons are driven home like really, really intensely. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the other night, uh, my son, who is three, about to turn four, so he's still pretty young, still too young to understand certain things, but he's young and en- he's old enough now to understand why it's inappropriate for him to have a meltdown in the middle of Target. It is. Yeah. No, he's he's old enough, right? And he what, and what I mean by that is, if he has the proper motivation, his tantrum will stop immediately. Gotcha. So it's not like he is like past the point of no return, and there's no way that he would be able to calm down enough to understand if we try to just talk to him about what's gotcha. going on. Okay, that makes so he, that makes sense. That, so what what I mean by he's old enough is that if we were to say to him like, okay, like all right, if you stop, we'll give you a cookie, then he'll be like. Okay, where's my cookie? So he's got the self-control. He's got the self-control. He yeah. just doesn't like to apply it. And the other day, I really did have to pull him aside and say to Afton, like, okay, you take the kids and, and go do your shopping. We're going to we're gonna sit here and talk for a minute. And I sat with my son, and we, I just waited for him to calm down. And I sort of you know, held him close to me, and I was like, look, dude, you can't do this in public. And if you do it again then I will take you out to the car and we will stay in the car until everybody else is done shopping and then we'll go home. And he was really excited about going to Target that day Mm -hmm. because there was some toy that he wanted to look at or whatever. And I told him, we're going to get up 
and we're going to go back with mom and the kids, but I, I'm warning you, and I want you, and I was like, look at my eyes so you understand me right now. If you do that again, if you throw yourself on the ground and start screaming, then I will, without warning you, take you outside, put you in the car, gently, and we will stay out there until everyone else is done. Mm. Now, that might sound unbelievably harsh to some people, but to me, it's like I almost wish that that had been done to me when I was younger because I feel like it would have instilled this idea of, okay, it's all right to be upset, but it's not all right to react to being upset this way. And gotcha. I know that my son is old enough to be able to control himself that way because he's demonstrated that he can do it. Right. Right. Now, how did we react then when you would act out like that? Uh, do you remember? I, I don't think there was ever a time where I was removed from the situation, like removed from the thing that I wanted to do. Right. Uh, I think sometimes I would get spanked. Sometimes I would get like, you know forcefully spoken to or whatever but i i don't i don't remember a time when that was the way that y'all responded to me throwing a tantrum right i've often said that what you got from mom and i was our youth Mm -hmm. i played like crazy with y'all yeah i mean how many times i played horsey I had the best abs of my life when I used to just lie on the floor <laughs> and, and flip, flip you over. guys yeah. over me. Because yeah. again, again, Dad, again. And I would just go on and on and on until the next day I could barely walk. I mean, yeah. but you got all my youth. And Andrew does not have my youth. I'm an old guy now. And well, I mean, I'm fair. Well, let's, when they go, hey, let's jump on the trampoline. I mean, I will for a little while, but I'm not going to do flips like I used to. Okay? Yeah, that's fair. But what he does have is my wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I, I will admit, I'm much more patient now. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't back then. I, I yeah, just wasn't. And you know what's funny is that it's not even a, a, like the length of time that you're talking about is what, 20 years? Yeah. So it's not even a, a length of time thing. It doesn't take that long for that transition to happen where you look back and go like, ah, I would do things differently if I could do it again. Right. Like with the way that I was when Edith was Eli's age, which was like what, a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, I would, I would do things differently mm. even now. Yeah. And it's not even like a, a massive difference. Like I would totally change the way that I was disciplining her. It's like, no, I can see tweaks that I could make that would have made this whole thing easier. Yeah. And so I'm already doing that and I'm applying things that I've learned from my two older kids to the two younger kids as they start to get older. And every kid is different. It's not like, like I really feel for parents whose kids have genuine diagnosed behavioral issues because that is a legitimate thing. Right. If somebody's kid has some kind of a neurological thing that's going on that prevents them from responding to the typical discipline that you would give a kid that's their age, I feel for them because there's nothing you can do. It's not like there's like, there are ways that you can learn to deal with it, but there's nothing that you can do by escalating your normal stuff that you do as a parent to discipline your children that will make it any better or easier. It's like, that's a horrible situation to be in. And God bless any parent whose child struggles with that. And thankfully, we haven't really had to deal with anything like that so far, but I can already see the ways that I raised my oldest is quite different already from the ways that I'm going to raise Sam. And you notice it uh, maybe, or you will notice it even more, let me explain why, is when you don't necessarily have a kid chasing from down below, Mm -hmm. age-wise. 
Because once you are having all these kids and it's like, ah, you don't notice to be able to look back and see the fruits or uh, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, you, you, you're in the midst of the whole storm yeah. of raising children. It's like you're drowning. Right. So now <laughs> it's kind of like Peter and Andrew, especially, I can look and go, wait a minute, Todd, T- wait, wait a minute, back down, back down, alter this because I'm not in the midst of the storm. I mean, we don't have any diapers that we're changing other than your kids when y'all are over. Fair. So we we can kind of calmly look at things. And my wife and I are not so exhausted in the evening because the kids, hey, go brush your teeth. We're, we're not there brushing their teeth and doing all sorts of other things and falling into bed and like, good night. Oh, please, God, give us two hours before somebody wakes up. That is so familiar. Right. We're not at that point right. anymore. So it really does change the paradigm on raising a child because your perspective changes. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fair. So I can't see that just yet, but I am definitely aware of the differences, I think, at least insofar as I can see them. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it will take some time for me to see the big picture like you're talking about, but we're still in the midst of it. Yeah. So I can see uh, little changes that I need to make, and I have made them to the best of my ability, but it'll be a minute before I can really see the difference between raising our oldest and our youngest. Right. Whereas you can look at the whole thing right now. I can. I can. And it'll even be more so because we still, one of the things that you always wonder about, and and it's just so fun, is what your kids are going to be like as adults. Yeah. Because in the midst of raising y'all, we really didn't think much about it while we were in the middle of it, to be honest. a good thing, yeah. But then it got super cool. Yeah. Like, I could, and I don't know why I I was necessarily surprised by it. I just so enjoyed you all as young adults. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. You said enjoyed. Do you not enjoy me anymore? Am I, I not a young adult? I well, as more of them come into the fold, I'm yeah. enjoying. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> it's just so like okay. To, g- to give you the example, yeah. When you guys surprised me by taking me out for a beer, wasn't that fun? I was so blown away. I was in shock. Normally, that would make me cry, uh-huh. but I literally was in shock because the whole time I'm like, wait a minute, it's not Father's Day. It's not my birthday. Yeah, what's going on? When you're like, Dad, I want to take you out for a beer. I thought, this is great. This is nice. And then I show up. All of my children that are old enough to drink are there, including my son and daughter-in-law via FaceTime. Yeah. And it was outstanding. I was like, oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. Yeah, because that's something that we can do now as young adults. And we, I don't know, like I, um, I definitely can see where the particular way that I've been blessed as an oldest child or just one of the bigs, like you were talking about the big one. of uh, Yeah. The, the biggest. The first one. You hear that MC? The first one. Stop <laughs> telling people, stop telling people that you're the oldest. Um, but one of the particular blessings that I can see is how we all really enjoy y'all's company. So mm-hmm. it goes both ways. It's yeah. not like it's just like, Oh, our kids are so awesome. Please come hang out with us. And we're like, okay. You know, it's like, we all really enjoy each other's company. That's why we keep coming back for Sunday breakfast and wanting to hang out with you all the time. It's pleasant. And 
that is something that I think not a lot of people can say about their relationship with their parents. Which, so, is, which is unfortunate. It is, but I really appreciate it. I think that like it's more fun to hang out with you and mom almost sometimes than certainly other people y'all's age that we know, just because we have so much more life experience in common. You guys have turned out awesome. And I, I will tell y'all a secret concerning this is, I don't know if it's a secret, but it's something that we kind of came into understanding and it wasn't really told to us and we didn't read it in a book and even our mentor parents didn't really say this to us, but we came to the understanding that it's really important to not need your children. Mm -hmm. Because if you need them, then it's gonna be a drain on them to come to breakfast and what have you. Yeah, We desire your company but we don't need it. So when you're like, oh, well, we're going to visit the relatives on the other side of the family, we're like, cool, have us have a great time, have a yeah. safe and trip. We weren't like, oh, no. Yeah. No, you need to. No. What are we going to do? What are we like, going to do? And by the way, I have never in my life once felt that like weird clingy aspect that you're talking about coming from you and mom, ever. Yeah. Like I've never felt that before. Yeah. Well, because so, we were conscious about it. We were yeah. conscious about it. We, we were made sure... Because we're like, this is your life. Mm -hmm. And if you want my counsel, I will give it to you. If I feel like you've really stepped out of line, yeah. I may say something unsolicited. I was going to say, I think you'll give it to us unsolicited no it matter depends. what. It depends. It depends on what it is. Mm -hmm. Because you already have made a lot of decisions that would go completely contradictory to what mom and I would do. Yeah. But it's your life, not mine. Your life. Yeah. If I felt like you were threatening my grandkids in any way or doing something that was immoral or something like that, yeah, I'm dropping the hammer on you. Mm -hmm. You ever do something where I'm like, mm, no, 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 don't do that to your wife or what have you? Yeah, you're going to hear from me. But if you're in the zone. I was about to make a joke, but you're being really serious. Yeah, this. no, I am. But if you're in the zone, then it's your life. Yeah. I mean, it is just, it's your life. Live it. And, yeah. and I, I think that I have done a good enough job to launch you, and now I get to just reap the benefits. Yeah, and I think that there's, there's something that needs to be said about how profound of a thing to do for your children that is, right? So it probably doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, or y'all were conscious about it, so obviously you thought it was important. But I can't even begin to tell you how many people I know whose relationships with their parents, if they weren't already kind of in a bad place, are starting to crumble because they've started to have kids. And their parents' decisions are, or rather their parents' desires, are starting to interfere with their ability to parent their children oh, and to have their own lives. That's and a bummer. it's so common. Like a lot of people my age, one of the major complaints that I hear about other moms and dads with regards to their parents is how much their parents are trying to tell them how to live their lives and raise their children. Oh, y'all, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Let's let And I don't think they even realize that's what they're doing necessarily. Let your but, kids. But they never sat down and were like, our kids are their own people. Now, it's not everyone. Again, this is a generalization. There are some people who also have wonderful relationships with their parents like we do. But I have heard a very common complaint from other parents my age that their parents try as best they can to directly affect the decision making process when it comes to how they raise their kids. Ouch. Yeah, that's just not healthy. Or like using the fact that they want to be involved in the kids' lives so that they can help watch them as a bargaining tool. Yeah. 
like as leverage. It's like, that's not cool. It's not, it's not cool at all. And if y'all did that to, I mean, well, do you remember that one time where we had that one big disagreement and we all had to sit down together because it was, it turned out to be a misunderstanding about, uh, it was my fault. No, it wasn't you. It, it no. was, it was a miscommunication on the part of everyone was talking to everyone else without directly talking to the people they oh, needed to I do talk remember to. That. Remember this? I do remember that. With like who was going to watch the kids and like mm-hmm. the help that we needed or whatever. So it ended up being this huge big thing. And then we all sat down and we talked it out and we haven't really had an issue since because we all expressed our desires and we set boundaries and everyone has respected everyone else's boundaries. Yeah. So it's like it, if you just do that, which I guess for a lot of people, that's a hard thing to do. But for us, it wasn't. It was pretty easy to say, this is what we want. And then y'all were like, well, this is what we want. And we were like, all right, let's meet in the middle here. Yeah. And it worked. We did. We met in the middle. And it's been it's been great. And it was like tears and real emotions. Like that was not a fun thing to have to sit down with y'all and talk that out. But I'm glad that we did. Not only am I glad that we did, but I appreciate y'all being the first. Because yeah. we probably won't have to do that with when the other kids that are married start having kids. Yeah, if anything, y'all will probably be the ones to say, hey, what boundaries are you going to set for us? Well, right, because we didn't know. Yeah. We just, it was our first time being grandparents. And again, I'm not blaming you for any of this. We were figuring it out as well. Yeah. Our biggest concern was what are the grandkids going to call us? Yeah. Which for y'all, it was easy. We just went back right to the basics. Yeah. Grandpa and grandma. It's easy. What's up? What's up? So a lot of you have grown accustomed to the song at the end of the podcast that Stefan plays, but we now are only doing that with our bonus episodes, right? which you have to be a patron to see or listen to. But it is not that expensive. It's $5 a month at podbean.com. Go to, and the link is down below, but or you just go to podbean.com, look up Potterfamilius, and it's, it's right there. So if you want to support us, that'd be fantastic. And our next bonus episode will be if we won the lottery and we were both designing our dream house, what would it be? I have so many things. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Potter Familius. Do all the things, y'all. Please like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe. What else? And become a patron, maybe? LinkedIn. That'd be cool. (laughs) We'll catch you next time.